Hey friends, I hope you're all staying safe and healthy and taking care of yourselves and the people who are important to you. Have you seen any good movies lately? Do you think this pandemic will completely destroy the film industry? I don't think it'll completely destroy it, but I have to imagine it's probably going to do significant damage to smaller movie theater chains. You know, I can't even remember the last movie I saw in a theater. It may have been Joker. I don't go to the movies very often. I, I finally saw Time Crimes over the weekend. Do you know about this film? It, it showed up on Canopy, which I know I've mentioned in the past. Canopy is this free app that lets you stream classic and independent domestic and foreign films for free using your uh, library card. Anyway, I remember reading about this film, Time Crimes, years ago, and I forgot all about it until I saw it pop up on my Canopy app. It originally came out in 2007, and it's about this middle-aged man who ventures out into the woods behind his house after seeing a naked woman through his binoculars. So the guy goes into the woods to to see what, what's going on there, and, and he finds the naked woman, and she's unconscious. Then the guy gets attacked by an assailant who's wearing a pink bandaged face, like imagine, like kind of wrapped around his head, almost like a um, dark man. I think that was the movie. Anyway, the the attacker, the guy in the pink bandages, stabs the middle aged man in the in the arm with with a pair of scissors. So the middle aged man runs further into the woods until he comes upon a house where where he unknowingly hides in a time machine. Now, I won't give anything else away in case you haven't seen it and you want to check it out. I will let you know that this movie, Time Crimes, is in Spanish. So if you're not bilingual, you will have to read the English subtitles. And speaking of reading, did you know I wrote, edited, and released a new novel into the world less than two months ago? Did you know my new book is titled, Where Are You Now, Randy Dow? Did you know you can find and purchase this book as well as Seven other books I wrote by typing my name, Andy Mascola, into the Amazon or barnesandnoble.com search bar? This is all true. There are no ads or, or Patreon for this podcast. Your favorite podcast, the, the People Are the Enemy podcast. But I am a published author who would love uh, to sell you my books. So, so please do check them out when you have a moment. I sincerely appreciate your consideration and patronage. And with all that out of the way... Here's the quirky theme song. Are the enemy listeners this is episode 143 of the people are the enemy podcast my name is andy mascola your name is i i don't know 
But uh, I imagine it's something wonderful and memorable. Uh, thank you so much for checking out the show. It's good to see you. It's good to have you along. It's it's good to be spending time with you. It's good to be talking with you. Even though we, we can't have a, a conversation per se, it's a one-way conversation, I understand, but it's still good to communicate. It's still good to hear another voice, I'm sure. I know for myself, I, I, I'm a podcast fan. I'm an audiobooks guy, so I, I, I am constantly listening to other voices. And I think especially now, given our circumstances... This is necessary, you know, especially if you live alone, especially if you don't get a whole lot of contact with, with other people, uh, you know, especially if you're not inclined so much to, to pick up a phone and talk to somebody. You can at least hear me talk to you, and I, I hope you're doing well. I honestly do, and I, I honestly hope you're staying safe and, 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 and doing all the things that you need to do in order to, to protect yourself at this crazy time uh, in the world. Anyway, um, how was your weekend? Yeah? Well, my, mine was okay. I, you know, it's it, it's getting warmer here in New England, and uh, getting warmer. I mean, getting cooler. But it did get warmer last week, is what I meant to say. It was up in the seventies. But this weekend, it got cool again. It was thirty degrees yesterday morning, and I finally took the air conditioners out of our windows. And I, uh, the other thing I did this weekend is I went to see my mother. I go over to my mother's house every other weekend to help her out. She has really severe arthritis in her forearms and her wrists, so she has a hard time, one, opening things. Like, if you can imagine, like, she can move her hands and she can drive a car and whatnot, but she has a hard time, like, you know, doing things that, that you and I, or maybe you don't, maybe you have this problem too, but, you know, uh, you and I may take for granted, uh, you know, or I take for granted, you know, opening a, a cap on a on a bottle of soda, for instance, or or on a jar of of um, spaghetti sauce, or even something, you know, as simple as like um, like a, like the like a, uh, a a the packaging on on a prescription medication, for instance, if you can picture that, you know. So I go over her house and I help her out with this, and I also help her with her nails too, because you know, if you ever tried to to use a nail clipper, that's uh, it can be difficult if you think about pinching that nail clipper the next time you you do it. If you use a nail clipper and not scissors, you'll know what I mean. You know, that the nail clipper can be kind of firm and, and tough, and it's a spring on there, and it's it's difficult. So I, I help her with that, and I scrub her bathtub, and uh, I make her bed. Anyway, I go over there every other weekend to do these things to help my mother out. You know, I love my mom, and she, she lives about 20, 25 minutes away. And, and one thing I've been doing especially since we've gotten this dog, and I know I've mentioned the dog on the podcast, is I, I, I try to bring the dog with me, if only so I don't have to go by myself, because I don't, you know, I don't like going places by myself. I, I'd much rather have company, and 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 the dog is, is there, and rather than, you know, leave the dog in the house, and and oftentimes in a crate, or, or, or by itself, if the rest of the family is out and about, then, then I, I like to, to bring the dog with me. The dog hates the car, and uh, this weekend was no exception. And when I say, you know, it hates the car, it has a an awful reaction to it. And I know I've talked about this on the podcast, too, where I'll, I'll have to put down um, padding. You know, these, these, these uh, they're called pee-pee pads that you, you use for, like, a, a puppy. Basically, you put them down in the car. And I, I don't mean it, it, they're for pee-pee. They're, they're, they're being used for vomit because the dog, what'll happen is she'll drool profusely. Uh, when, when I drive, you know, she'll, she'll sit on the floor on the, the passenger side and just drool like crazy and shake like she just does not like to ride in the car and if she's eaten recently she'll vomit you know and and obviously this is a a pain to clean up and and I don't I I I'm I'm only hoping you know it's my hope that maybe 
if I if I bring her in the car enough, you know, driving her around enough, she'll get used to it and won't be afraid anymore. But it, it, it so far it hasn't been the case, and this weekend was no exception. Just going to my mother's house, I I put down the 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 PP pads, I covered up the uh, the the floor entirely on the the passenger side of the car, and then I put a sheet down too, you know, on top of the pads. You know, hoping that you know, uh, you know, if I, uh, if one thing gets ruined, I've got, I still got the un the the under uh, coating. But anyway, I've got so I've got the dog in the car, and and on top of all this, and I know I've mentioned this before, I got her a thunder shirt, this shirt that's supposed to like swaddle the dog and make it feel like you know less um, anxious. You know, it, it's called a thunder shirt because you're supposed to, I guess, put it on your 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 dog when they're when there's a lightning or you know lightning and thunder and fireworks outside so it so it so it's not afraid but but this 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 thing hasn't helped at all it's you know i i i've tried different ways of putting it on her i put it on her just before i walk out the door and i've tried putting it on her like 2 hours before we walk out the door and it's not that she 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 she's um Wearing it makes her uh, more anxious. It it definitely doesn't. It, it she and she I can tell she doesn't particularly care for it, but it doesn't help at all. And the thing supposedly helps like eighty percent of the dogs that wear it. But my dog, our our dog, I should say, must be in the twenty percent because it this thunder shirt is not effective. If if somebody has a better idea of how to how to ease this dog into riding in a car, please feel free to reach out to me. Let me know. Uh, however, you, you might get in touch with me by, via email or, or via the, um, the, the show's uh, Twitter site. Uh, I'd love to, I'd love to, to know because um, it's really a, a problem. Anyway, so like I said, this weekend was no exception. Saturday, my mother needed me uh, in the morning to help her out with the, with these chores that I do for her. And, and so I, I planned on getting the dog, and I didn't feed the dog for like two hours before we left. So I thought, like, even you know, if the dog feels like vomiting, maybe it won't have the anything in its system to vomit up. And I put the um, the uh, the the thunder shirt on her like uh, an hour and a half before we left the house, and I put the pads down, and I put a blanket down, and I brought the the dog out to the car. And of course, the dog knows she's going to get in the car, and she hates it. But I still put her in there because I'm just thinking like, well, this is the only way she's going to get used to it. This is the only way things are going to get get better. If, yeah, it just 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 if just in doing, if she sees that this is going to happen, you know, fairly regularly, then then she'll just eventually get used to it. Now maybe I'm wrong. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is something that she'll never get over. And and maybe uh, maybe this is just the way she is. And I'll just have to 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 learn to live with it. And 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 you know, do my best not to not to bring her anywhere. No, either that or or until I find something else that that works. But so again, this was no exception. Driving to my mother's house again, twenty twenty five minute drive. The dog is drooling like crazy and at one point we're maybe like five minutes from my mother's house and the dog stands up and I know that's the sign like when the dog stands up and I'm on like this windy road and there's a car right behind me and it's like I can't pull over and this is like a heavily wooded road it's not like there's a curb or, or like a breakdown lane because I'm looking I'm like I could pull in somebody's driveway but I mean I just that would mean stopping real short because there's only a driveway every every you know um, every hundred feet or so and uh, I so I couldn't slow down. I couldn't I couldn't pull in the driveway. But I see the dog get up, and I'm like, oh no, here it comes! And sure enough, she vomits right there in the car. I was like, son of a gun! And I don't yell or scream or anything like that. Obviously, that's not going to help. I feel terrible that the dog gets sick, you know. So we get to my mom's house, and I get out of the car, and I take the dog out, and and I I leave the vomit because I you know I I'm there to help out my mom, and I figure I'll I'll take care of the vomit later. 
So I, 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 I get the dog. I take the, uh, the thunder shirt off. She fortunately didn't get anything on the thunder shirt as far as vomit is concerned or drool. Because, you know, it just goes around her neck and then it's on her back and, and uh, wrapped around her, her torso. And I, I get the dog into my mother's house and my mom's happy to see the dog. And the dog is, dog is kind of like, you know, a little trepidatious at first. But, you know, I brought her to my mom's before. So after a while, she's all right. You know, and then she disappears down the hall. Then then the dog just goes. And my mom lives in a mobile home. So if you can figure it's like you picture this like a long, you know, mobile home. And, and her bedroom, my mother's bedroom, is at the very end of the uh, the trailer. And, and so the dog disappears into the trailer. And, and my mother says, okay, well, you know, I need you to spray the bathtub. So so uh, the bathtub needs to be cleaned. And I said, okay, no problem. So I go down there and I'm, I'm in the bathroom and I'm spraying the bathtub. And I'm like, oh, man, it stinks in this bathroom. Like, it really stinks. I'm like, I'm thinking, like, maybe, maybe she just used the bathroom, meaning my mother. And, and I walk out in the hall and it's even worse. And my mother's standing there looking at me and I'm looking at her and I said, why, why, why does it stink really bad in the hall here? And she said, she says, I, I don't know. And then, so I walk into the bedroom and the, the dog has taken a huge dump, like right in my mother's bedroom, like right on the floor of my mother's bedroom. And I'm mortified, you know, of course, you know, the dog has never even crapped in our own house, you know, never mistakenly like uh, uh, dropped a deuce in our own house, you know? So I'm like, well, what, what, why did this happen? How did this happen? And that, and the dog had gone like an hour before in our backyard. You know what I mean? So the dog vomited, not a lot, the dog went to the bathroom in our backyard like an hour before we left, vomited in my car on the way there, then uh, took a dump in my mother's bedroom, and the dog doesn't know, like, she's not ashamed. She's walking around the house, you know, like like it's no big deal and doesn't know what's going on, etc., etc. You know, and I'm just, and of course, again, I don't rant and rave. It's an animal it doesn't know, you know? So I just apologize profusely to my mother, and I clean up the mess as best I can. You know, obviously I've got to pick it up, and then I have to use a um, a cleaning agent on the on the on her carpet. And it's a real thick carpet, and I had to like scrub it, you know. And then you know we're spraying, and we've got the window open and stuff to air out the place because it's awful. It was just a a bad experience, you know. And it just I I felt terrible more than anything for you know, that this, this happened. My goodness, what a, what a day that was. Anyway, and then I still had to go about my chores and do everything else for my mother. That, and, and her TV broke that day. You know what I mean? It, like, how would you know what I mean? It, the, the TV went, she was complaining about the TV, and I saw what she, she, she meant. The TV was really old, first of all. I think I gave it to her a long time ago, and it's, it was, it's like one of those old box jobs, you know, the CRT TVs, and what was happening was the picture was okay, and the volume was okay, everything was all right. But every like, every like 15 minutes or so, it would just automatically start cycling channels, almost like that search deal where, where it searches out all the channels. You know how old TVs used to do? I don't know if like these new flat screens do it. I can't remember when I set ours up if, if it did that. But it was annoying, and my mother kept saying, like, this is happening every 15 minutes. Can you call the cable company? And I said, Mom, it's not the cable company. This is the television. She said, well, I'll, I, well I don't know what to do. And I said, well, you know what? I'll, I'll bring you another TV, because we, we had another TV, fortunately, in the house here. And so uh, I said, I'm going to bring it back to you today. So that's what I did. I, I took the—I didn't even take the old TV then. I, I, I basically took the dog— uh, cleaned my car, first of all, of the vomit, got every, everything out as best I could, got the dog back in the car, drove her home. Fortunately, there weren't any mishaps, again, on the way home. And then I, I left the dog at home and brought the, the other TV over, the working TV, fortunately, and, and, and connected that up at my mom's and took her old 
cube set, which is still still in in the back of my car because you, you you can't get rid of those things you can't just bring them to the dump they don't take them anymore and they don't take them at at, at goodwill anymore or or, or a thrift shop thrift stop uh, shop anymore because i guess the, the chemicals in them or something i don't know i i tried I, I drove it right to to the goodwill down the street from my mom's house and no they wouldn't take it and i said yeah i figured you wouldn't i didn't put up a big stink or anything like that and i just thought i need i'm gonna need to to, to bring this uh, somewhere and, and get rid of it down at the the town dump. I think they'll they'll take it at my dump. I think they'll like, they take like um like five a year or something like that. I don't. know, They have some kind of limit, but I'll, I'll I'll get rid of it one way or the other. It's it's not like I'm driving all over the place with this TV sliding around in the car. I'm I'm, I'm never leaving the house because I work at home. But anyway, so so I took care of my mom, got the TV set up. She was happy. But what a day that was! Holy moly, man! Oh man! You guys, you guys ever think about cereal? You know, I don't I don't know which you put in the 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 bowl first it, you know i always put the the cereal in the bowl uh, before i put the milk but but you know i've been told that, that the milk the milk needs to go in the cereal first like that's 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 the important thing but you know uh, i i i can't imagine ever putting the milk in 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 the bowl before i put the cereal in it doesn't seem right i what do you do do you do you put the cereal in the, you know it just makes me crazy you know i just start to think like you know i just I'm just gonna put the cereal in the bowl. It's what I've always done. But I feel like there's a, the milk needs to go in the bowl. If there was only a way, if there was only, you know, just kind of some way to to know, to know like which which should go in first, the the cereal or the milk. And I just I can never I can never figure it out. And it makes me kind of nuts thinking about which should go in first, the the cereal or the milk. Do I put the milk in first or the cereal? I don't know. I get, I just don't know which one to go in first, and it just makes me kind of crazy, and I, I just don't... Milk or cereal first? If you've answered cereal, you are the worst. It's an unpopular opinion, but there's no competition, because we're winning. Already signed the petition, pour the milk in the bowl before you even touch that cereal, because the milk is its dad, and the box is the mine. It's a proven fact, so any seconds that it spends without them, it gets really sad. So when you pour it in empty, that's the sound of a baby bird falling out of nest to the Cause the divorce, so pour in your cereal first. You do you, but you're the one giving it trust issues. The milk is the dad, and the box is the mom. Yeah, the milk is the dad, and the box is the mom. That's the end of the debate and the end of the song. Okay, got that? So the, the milk is the dad, and the box. <laughs> the milk is the dad. And the box is the mom. They're divorced, but so, so the cereal's the kid. Right, so when when you put the milk in the bowl first, it's the dad getting picking up the kid uh, from from the mom for the weekend, right? And then you pour the cereal in. That that cereal going into the the milk is the the mom dropping her kid off with the dad in the car because you don't want the kid to have trust issues. Got it? Okay. <laughs> that was um. I gotta give credit. That that was that was. I have to give credit. That was that was a woman named Sarah Maddock, M A D D A C K, um, and you can find her. That was a, her from her TikTok page, Sarah underscore Maddock, M A D D A C K. Again, I I uh, I I heard that song, and I lost my mind thinking like, how does somebody think of this? This is absolute insanity. And 
clever and funny and wonderful all at once, and deranged also, but wonderfully so. So kudos to you, Sarah Maddock. Uh, I hope you don't mind me using that on the podcast, but I, I wanted to share it. I figure it's on TikTok. It's out there for anybody to hear. Anyway, thought you guys would get a kick out of that. So, the milk is the dad, and the box is the mom. All right? Now you know. Holy moly. Guys, take care of yourselves. This has been episode 143 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace.